Hey, welcome back, everybody. It's time once again for another edition of WVU Marketing Communications Today. Brought to you by the good folks at West Virginia University's Marketing Communications Online Graduate Programs, where they explore unique MarCom strategies that will help you inform, persuade, and inspire your audience. Something we aspire to do today. All three of those with your host, Matthew Cummings. Thank you, Paul. And it's good to be back with another episode of Marketing Communications Today from all of us here at West Virginia University. I've been looking forward to this one for a while, and it's a, a very timely and relevant topic, too. Navigating the marketing communications and public relations industry as a young professional. Our guest today is Zane Landon. He's a senior at Cal Poly Pomona and National Vice President of Career Services for the Public Relations Student Society of America, better known as PRSSA. Today, Zane and I will discuss how young professionals are breaking into the marketing communications industry and adapting during these unprecedented times. Zane will also share some tips on how young professionals can stand out in the job market and uniquely contribute to the evolution of traditional marketing communications concepts, trends, and practices, and also overcome professional development obstacles in the face of COVID-19. I think we can all benefit from that advice right now. So just a quick bio to set things up today. As I mentioned up top, Zane is a non-graduating senior from the California State Polytechnic University, Pomona. He'll graduate in December of 21 with a Bachelor of Science in Communication and an emphasis in public relations. He has a strong passion for academics, design, social issues, creative writing, and learning new things. Sounds like a winning combination, man. Upon graduating, he hopes to pursue a master's degree and work in a PR firm or client-side in government, nonprofit, or higher ed. He'd also like to earn his APR and eventually pursue a Ph.D., Zane's passion for career services grew from his involvement in PRSSA at Cal Poly, and uh, he quickly recognized just how important and vital internships are to undergraduate students. Thanks for making the time today, Zane. You are so welcome. Thank you for that amazing introduction of me. <laughs> all true, all true, because you provided it, right? Hey, I want to start out by asking you why you are interested in marketing and communications as a career. What draws you to our field? So I will be honest, I was not interested in this field for a long time. I think like the past year and a half has been a huge revelation for me. Um, mm -hmm. So I was in charge of the College of Education Integrated Studies Council, which oversees education clubs on my campus. I did that two years ago. And when I was president, the communication specialist there, Ashley Jones, was a communication specialist. I didn't really know what that meant. I just knew that she dealt with the communication, you know, efforts and stuff for the college, uh -huh. which was great. And so she asked if I wanted to be like at the forefront of the student organization. So I kind of interned with her three hours a week, very small, but she gave me really uh, awesome projects. And then she kind of told me with my passion for student involvement, as well as the media and all that stuff and just learning about communication that I would best be suited for a communication major. Because at the time I wanted to maybe get my MPA or my MPP, or if you don't know what that is, Master's of Public Administration, Master's yep. of Public Policy. And you can still go that route, of course, with communication. Sure. But when I delved more into communication, especially PR, I learned that I was like, oh, this is kind of what I really want to do. I love organizing. I love learning new mm -hmm. things. I love connecting with people. I love all the different facets of communication. And I was just drawn by it, especially from Excellent. her. So that next year, 
which was not long ago. <laughs> I I changed my major to communication with NFC and PR. And then, you know, I got involved in PR to say on my campus. And then that's how I got involved in the national board. Very excited to be elected this year. And then it's been kicking off since then. I've done tons and tons of communication and marketing, public relations internships throughout the whole year. And so all of them I've been loving and learning so much. And it's been great to connect with different professionals. And I'm drawn to communication and PR and stuff because it's just so versatile. Like, I feel like with a job, I'm never going to be not challenged. I'm always going to be having to challenge myself constantly to learn about different practices, adapt to like the times of marketing or communications. I'll never be bored, <laughs> if that True. makes sense. <laughs> and I know like some, some jobs can feel that way. And I think it's great that with communications, there's so much to learn and it could be actually overwhelming at first because there's so much you have to delve into. But I think that's where the excitement comes from. And yeah. I just think you're also just, you're just really helping people. Like, I think communication is so important. And so the advancement or like the improvement of businesses and business affairs really comes from communication and you're really making a difference with this kind of work. So that's why, really why I am drawn to it. Excellent. Those are all great reasons. And, and you know, it's also interesting too. It's interesting for me how, how one person, right? You meant, you told that story, how one person mm -hmm. can really uh, affect, you know, not only your semester, not only your year, but really your career and your life in a very positive way. And, and I love, I love hearing stories like that. And you're right. Communications is such an essential skill for any uh, job. We're all communicators at the end of the day uh, in order to be effective. So, you know, you talked a little bit about experiences that you have in the field. Can you share some of the valuable takeaways that you've had from the uh, multiple internships that you that you mentioned? Yeah, sure. I'll mention the one so, so far, too. So the past, not this summer, but the last summer, I interned at the County of Orange, which I did which is like their local government. I was in their communications office. And then I also was hired on my campus to marketing for like an innovation group, student innovation idea lab. So that was like my first real communication experience. And honestly, what I learned was there's so much to learn. You can dive into any field and use communications. I love the diversity that I experienced in that team. What I mean is like the office I worked in for the County of Orange, there was a policy writer a journalist, a graphic designer, and a public information officer. That was great. I mean, I just, there was so much to learn. Each one had such a different perspective. And I really loved that I was able to learn from so many different mindsets and different perspectives. And they all kind of gave me a small tour of what they do and if that was of any interest to me. So I got to get involved in newsletters, design, writing articles. I got to write a really cool story. And so really what I learned from that was just kind of be open to everything and experience everything don't come in with a certain mindset that this is specifically what you want to learn i know it's like amazing and great when people have goals like oh i'm going to go to this internship program with goals but just know that communications is unpredictable and you have no clue how you're going to end up finishing the internship or what's going to come for you so i would just say be open to like all the possibilities ask tons of questions that's definitely been my my issue <laughs> I try my best to ask questions, but sometimes I'm always like frazzled. I'm like, oh, there's so much going on. I don't even know what to ask. So I've like kind of written down questions and asked them at different times, just if I feel too overwhelmed. And then just kind of being organized. A lot of times with communication, things are going to happen like very last minute. Changes are going to be happening so quick and you have to be super adaptable. So I know mm -hmm. like being adaptable is like, how do you even like generate that skill? But it, or not generate it, how to like, um, 
you know, get better at that. Really, it's just the practice and all these opportunities, you know, and every single opportunity gets kind of more and more hectic. But yeah, so yeah, there was different projects for the kind of orange where they were like, we need this kind of design by like today. And I'm like, oh, okay. I was like, oh, shoot, okay. So then I just <laughs> kind of buckle down and just get it done. But that's, that's kind of the realism of what it is in communication, that things are going to come unexpectedly, especially with practice comms, especially practice comms, things may come you didn't expect. But then that was kind of the point in your, if you have a crisis plan, the plan for those things. But even when you do a crisis plan, something can happen you did not even anticipate it. So right. I think that's one of the most important things with comms and marketing and PR is just understand that things may happen out of your control, but do your best and always have good intentions and do the right thing. I think that's what's important. And you have to be, you have to be crisis ready, right? So, so a lot of, uh, a lot of communications is, is done in, in advance of the crisis. I've, I've seen, you know, 80% is, is done in order to get ready for the crisis, uh, rather than respond or, or mitigate it after the fact. So, you know, another cool thing from, you know, you shared some of the experiences that you had is that you can do a PR internship or a communications internship in a variety of different sectors, right? So you mentioned government, you mentioned the innovation space. I think it's really valuable, and I, I think you'd agree, right, that, that that doing a business internship, one in a nonprofit, one in the government, uh, maybe agency side, really is uh, a, a valuable mix, and it also helps you decide which path you want to go down. Yeah, you know? definitely. I mean, yeah, I this summer I got to intern with other organizations, too. I interned with Cats Public Relations, which is a entertainment PR firm. Oh, cool. And so yeah. that was, that, that was a lot of, that was interesting. You know, I, I really didn't know what I was expecting. This is my first time in the agency. It was, I will say, out of everything I've done, it was so fast paced. And I was even told it may not even be that fast paced. <laughs> That's not fast paced <laughs> for me, but they were like, oh, well, what if I told you that that was actually one of the slower firms? I'm like, oh, wow. So, but, <laughs> But it was it was so much fun. I learned a lot. I mean, I got to see their different clients. I didn't get to meet with them, but I got to like look at their EPKs, update their EPKs, do media research I hadn't done. So I did research tons of magazines and publications that you know they pitched their clients to. So I did that mm -hmm. daily, and then just a bunch of other things they made me do. But I learned a lot about what a PR firm is, and I was excited. It may not. I'm still like you know deciphering if I want to go that route. But that's what's fun about communication is you still are always kind of kind of deciding what you want to do. And even if you want to go into a PR firm, like I decide, oh, I want to go into the agency. There's still so many ways you can do it. I mean, entertainment, I've kind of learned was probably not my forte, but now I'm looking into like lifestyle and I'm really loving lifestyle PR. So I would imagine in your role as VP of career services for PRSSA, that it comes with a mix of, you know, working with students so that they can, ready themselves for a, for a long career in, in this field, but also advocating uh, for students and advocating for young people uh, in our profession. What do you think is unique about young people and what they bring to the table as they're entering the field that employers should really be excited about? I think that young people have a resilient mindset and that a lot of, a lot of young people are not necessarily, not necessarily going by the status quo anymore and so i think that's super exciting with pr and communication the amount that young people will be able to do when they enter the workforce will be like unimaginable i'm like super excited how the field will change because of young minds and millennials or gen z 
because yeah. of the different mindset that they kind of grew up with, you know, especially since it's like a transition, you know, like, especially when people didn't experience social media, but social media became a thing. Well, social media has been like a huge part of young people's lives. So <laughs> they may know how to utilize it better. They may have more innovation or innovative ideas on how to engage audiences, bring in sales, all those kind of different things. So it's hard to say um, what exactly is going to happen, but I think that they bring like that unpredictability and they just bring like a resiliency, especially when it comes to social issues and just changes that need to be made to make life mm-hmm. in our society a better place. So that's why I say resilient because I can imagine these people, these young people are going to come in and of course be open-minded, be respectful, but I can imagine the changes that they make. It will be pretty amazing. Awesome. You know, we're going to come back. Uh, we're going to take a quick break here, Zane, and uh, we're going to come back and uh, talk a little bit more about, you know, your views for the future and what the future of public relations will look like and some other things as well. So uh, sit tight and we'll be right back. And while you're taking a breath, you might want to go check out WVU's Integrate Conference. It's partnering with the WVU Public Relations Student Society of America, and uh, they're going to bring you So You Still Want to Work in Event Planning, a session that's being held virtually on Tuesday, October 6th at 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time. As Integrate has moved online, so have their multiple events. So you can check this one out. It's entitled, So You Still Want to Work in Event Planning, and it's Tuesday, October 6th at 5.30 p.m. online, as are all of their events this year. Get behind-the-scenes insights for this new normal by registering at integrate.wvu.edu forward slash online. That's where you can check out all the programs, integrate.wvu.edu forward slash online. Okay, and after you figure out if you still want to work at event planning, you might want to look at getting a whole digital marketing communications master's degree. It can be done fully online through West Virginia University's new digital marketing communications master's degree program. With built-in certifications from platforms like Google and Facebook, the program gives you both the strategy and the skills you need to make it in the world today to reach audiences on existing and emerging media like this. And once again, there's a website you can go check out, Marketing Communications, plural, marketingcommunications.wvu.edu. Well, with all that virtual information to digest, we're going to give you some more here as we head back to Matthew and his guest. Sounds good. Thank you, Paul. Now that we've paid the bills, we'll jump right back in. Zane Landon is our guest. He's a senior at Cal Poly and National VP of Career Services for PRSSA. want to get your take, Zane, on uh, the future of public relations. What does that look like in your mind? It's hard to, you know, gauge what's going to happen in the future, but I hope and can imagine that public relations will be taken way more seriously. I will say, I, what I will say about the pandemic and everything, it has not been more clear to me and other people, I hope, that PR is definitely essential when it comes to pandemics and when it comes to any emergencies or anything that needs to be addressed very quickly. Businesses had to adapt so quickly to the pandemic and they had to get information out very fast. And, you know, they've had to be very communicative with their, their workers and their audience. And that's why PR is so essential. So what I hope post-pandemic is that, you know, PR 
there'll be a flux of PR people coming in and more people interested in the field or just it taking more seriously. And then there's going to be more of a role for PR when it comes to, you know, government planning, crisis. And, uh, and of course, there really is a strong presence of that, but now companies will see that there is actually more of a need and it needs to be addressed with PR. I'm really hoping that happens because there are still, you know, some industries and companies that don't necessarily see the importance or value of PR. So I hope that this can change it in the future. For sure. If it's if COVID-19 has done anything and it really has uh, placed an emphasis on on good external communications, crisis communications, and especially internal communications. You know, speaking, you'll stay on this topic for a little bit. Uh, COVID-19, how, how has that impacted your expectations for entering the workforce, especially as a young professional? I will say that COVID-19 has really put a damper on the interactions and the experience that you gain through internships. You will still, of course, gain internships and, you know, learn about experience and learn these different things, but there's just such like an odd feeling about doing everything online. I feel like I during the summer I really felt disconnected with my coworkers or employers because I didn't even get to see some of them. Everything was honestly through email or we would do some Zoom chats, but I didn't feel like I was getting that hands on experience. That kinda like makes internships memorable. And that's not the fault of the employer, of course, you know, that's just kind of how it is right now. So my expectations are, I hope that we can try and find a way to improve engagement and figure out a way to, you know, foster interns and give them more opportunities because it's just really hard to build connections right now because everything is online. And so what I'm hoping for, my expectations are, what are ways to be innovative and creative and give students or even just employers the opportunity to be creative, to still have fun? to cultivate a culture of care, all those kind of things. And especially when it comes to the culture of care, my expectations are that the workforce, you know, needs to be more cognizant and aware of mental health and, you know, diversity and inclusion. And so especially mental health mm-hmm. because so many people feel isolated right now. And if they already were dealing with mental health problems, it's going to be maxed now because they're already feeling a lot more isolated. And so I'm hoping that that's one thing, that's one of my expectations in the workforce is, taking more of a serious stance on things like mental health and ways to just make your employee employers feel inspired to work again and contribute to something because I was reading that a lot of employers are even just not feeling the energy they used to with their work and that's because of the pandemic or before they weren't even feeling inspired too. So there's a lot of work that can be done and I know I didn't talk specifically on PR kind of like a lot of fields or mm-hmm. a lot of just the workforce in general but I really think that with PR and with these fields, if you can take mental health seriously and just take a better stance on it and just increase resources for employers, I think you could see a huge increase in the interest of PR and stuff and just the workforce in general. I don't mm-hmm. know. <laughs> yeah, we're, uh, we're we're running up against the, uh, the time here. I, I want to get one more question in because I think it's yeah. a good one. And, and, it, and it's related to what you were just talking about. What do you think is the biggest fear that young professionals have entering our field? And how can experienced professionals, those of us who have been in this business for a while, help in calming that fear and help these young pros overall get up and running? I think there's so many fears. So many. I think right now, one of them is, this has always been a fear, of course, but now it's like really hard. I think the fear was that I won't find a job after graduation. And what am I supposed to do? 
And I think a lot of students are experiencing that. I know a lot of students that tell me, I'm applying for like 100 jobs. I have not heard anything yet, and I don't know what to do. I can only give my advice on that, but honestly, it's, it's just so sad. I don't know what to say. It's like, I will do my best because uh, I try and reach out and help them find jobs too that they may not have seen. But it's just, that's one of the biggest fears, I think. And also another one is, but they're just not ready. I heard that a lot, that they go into the workplace and then they don't know what they're doing or it's so overwhelming that they didn't feel prepared because of their programs. They're like their school program. They didn't think that they prepared them well. I think that's a huge fear too. Those are like the main two fears. So what I think employers and professionals can do is just open themselves up, you know, create mentorship programs, have employers or professionals be open to mentorships and mentor these students. I think that's the hugest thing right now that students need and kind of have always needed. I think with COVID, we need these things, but now that COVID has happened, we need them like 10 times more now. And so I hope that the emergency of COVID really picks the, these things into gear, that, you know, students need mentorship programs and like these great things can come out of a disaster. And so I've seen different mentorship programs with LA Grant and all this stuff. And so mentorship programs are very important. And even if you can't find a mentorship program, um, there's a lot of different resources where you can find mentors. Just looking around on LinkedIn and saying, you know, public relations professional, even just seeing people that maybe work in your desired field. Like if you go mm -hmm. on LinkedIn and you go on your school company school page, there's an alumni section and you can filter out where they work, what they do. And then if you reach out to them saying, oh, I see you graduated from my university with a communication major and you work at Google. Like, can we just sit and chat about what it's like to work at Google? Do you have any advice for a young person like me wanting to get involved in tech communications or something? That's another thing that students really could utilize as well is just reaching out to alumni or reach out to the alumni office. But some of A lot of alumni do mentorship programs, so that's really great, too. So I would utilize mm -hmm. alumni. I would encourage employers to open themselves up to be mentors, even sharing resources like they had that program over the summer, you know, different employers and companies are coming out with programs and stuff. I like that's amazing because that kind of right. alleviates the fear with, oh, I'm not sure I don't know what I'm doing. Am I going to be actually ready for agency work right when I graduate? Now you might yep. because of the modules and trainings that companies are coming out with. Like I have one tomorrow with Brian Communications. They're doing, instead of their internship, they're doing a seminar series. So a lot mm -hmm. of companies are doing really great things. I just think a lot of things, a lot of the times, some students never feel inspired to apply or they're worried they won't get it or they're worried they won't, they're not good enough, experiencing yep. the imposter syndrome, all these kinds of things. But, you know, and yeah. I don't have all the answers to, like, how to navigate imposter syndrome and stuff like that. Just try your best to know your worth and just go for it. Even if you don't get it, you still are on their radar. You still may have a connection there because now you know about the person who is in charge of this program. You can always email them again for advice or anything. So yeah, just utilizing, utilizing your network, even if you don't know that many people, just the people you do know, you have no idea who they know. Even if it's like a friend who is very inexperienced like you, you never know who they know. And so always yep. being open to like conversations about that. Yeah. yeah the, the, net, the network is, the network is really, really powerful. You know, I can speak for myself. I've been in this business for 20 years and I love when a young person reaches out and uh, just want some advice or, or maybe some job tips. So uh, great advice. Thank you so much for making the time today, Zane. Appreciate the insights here. And I wish you well as you begin your career and also in your leadership role. 
uh, with PRSSA. We're out of time. Thank you again, and thanks for listening to WBU Marketing Communications Today from West Virginia University. I hope you found today's episode as informative as I have. Until next time, stay safe and stay healthy. You've been listening to WVU Marketing Communications Today, brought to you live from West Virginia University, a weekly program that sits at the intersection of data-driven decision-making and marketing practice, only on the Funnel Radio Network, for at-work listeners like you.